Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday the 5th of September. We have reached the weekend. Hurrah! Scott is just about alive and this is only before week one. So on the website we are looking towards Sunday and um, at the time of doing this recording, the invitations weren't on the website for Sunday. They will be on the website. Um, Martin or Paul will be sorting that out. However, it is the same invitation as last week and the week before and the week before. So you just click on the Zoom link for 10 o'clock and that will be there on the email that you would have got out before. So 10 o'clock on Sunday is the main morning service. It will be communion in one kind and um, you can join in in person or on Zoom or on dial-in. And if you do come to church and you do wish to be there with us, there is no obligation to take communion in one kind. It is absolutely up to you. You are welcome to do whatever is right for you and whatever makes you feel, feel confident. The only other thing that's happening on Sunday as far as church is concerned is that Compline will be at nine o'clock on Zoom. Compline up until now has been eight o'clock, but from Sunday it will be at nine o'clock on Zoom and the invitation is on the website on the What's On page. You are very, very welcome to join us for that. Other than that, I think that's it. I guess a heads up to the next week where we will have another 10 o'clock Zoom and live service. Um, that will be a benefit service in the morning. And then we've just had the first ever choir practice after six months. And the choir gathered together in the nave area, all socially distanced. And it was just lovely to get together and we are going to do choral even song from church on the 13th of September at half past six. And again, you can join that in person or on Zoom or later on on YouTube. That's plenty and probably way too much information. It is Saturday morning and we are going to say morning prayer. Oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Oh God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you. As in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place. That I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself. And so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. <clears throat> the night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, 
So may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 120. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips. When I was in trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to the Lord and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you? What more shall be done to you, deceitful tongue? The sharp arrows of a warrior tempered in burning coals. Woe is me that I must lodge in Meshesh and dwell among the tents of Kedar. My soul has dwelt too long with the enemies of peace. I am for making peace, but when I speak of it, they make ready for war. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips. God of consolation, look on us, pilgrims in a strange land. Preserve us from slander and deceit. Show us the truth and give to our souls the peace of Christ. Oh, you get a nice sound to read. Hmm. We have Psalm 121. The Lord shall keep you from evil. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to stumble. He who watches over you will not sleep. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand so that the sun shall not strike you by day, neither the moon by night. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. It is he who shall keep your soul. The Lord shall keep watch over your going out and your coming in, from this time forth for evermore. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. Lord, ever watchful and ever faithful, we look to you to be our defence, and we lift our hearts to know your help through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hmm. <clears throat> Psalm 122. How loving, lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is at unity in itself. Thither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as is decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there are set the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. O oh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For my kindred and companions' sake, I will pray that peace be with you. I will seek to do you good. 
How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. God of our pilgrimage, bring us with joy to the eternal city founded on the rock and give to our earthly cities the peace that comes from above through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. I'm just looking ahead at the next reading and it's your turn, Scott, and it's got some nice names in it. Ahithophel. Well, that's practice. not the only one. <laughs> so we have our reading from 2 Samuel 17. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, <laughs> let me choose 12,000 men and I will set out to pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he is weary and discouraged and throw him into a panic and all the people who are with him will flee. I will strike down only the king, and I will bring all the people back to you as a bride comes home to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, and all the people will be at peace. This advice pleased Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Call Hushai the Archite also. And let us hear too what he has to say. When Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom said to him, This is what Ahithophel has said. Shall we do as he advises? If not, you tell him. Then Hushai said to Absalom, This time that this time the counsel that Ahithophel has given you is not good. Hushai continued. You know that your father and his men are warriors, and that they are enraged like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is expert in war. He will not spend the night with the troops. Even now he has hidden himself in one of the pits or in some other place. And when some of our troops fall at the first attack, whoever hears it will say there has been a slaughter among the troops who follow Absalom. Then even the valiant warrior, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will utterly melt with fear. For all Israel knows that your father is a warrior, and that those who are with him are valiant warriors too. But my counsel is that all Israel be gathered to you, from Dan to Beersheba, like the sand by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we shall come upon him in whatever place he may be found, and we shall light on him as the dew falls on the ground, and he will not survive, nor will any of those with him. If he withdraws into a city... Then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we shall drag it into the valley, until not even a pebble is to be found there. Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the Archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For the Lord had ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord may bring ruin on Absalom. Then Hushai said to the priests Zadok and Abiathar, Thus and so did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so I have counselled. 
Therefore send quickly and tell David, Do not lodge tonight at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means cross over. Otherwise the king and all the people who are with him will be swallowed up. Jonathan and Ahimeas were waiting at Enrogel. A servant girl used to go and tell them, and they would go and tell King David. For they could not risk being seen entering the city. But a boy saw them and told Absalom. So both of them went away quickly and came to the house of a man at Baharim, who had a well in his courtyard, and they went down into it. The man's wife took a covering, stretched it over the well's mouth, and spread out grain on it, and nothing was known of it. When Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, they said, Where are Ahimeas and Jonathan? The woman said to them, They have crossed over the brook of water. And when they had searched and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had gone, the men came up out of the well and went and told King David. They said to David, Go and cross the water quickly, for thus and so has Ahithophel counselled against you. So David and all the people who were with him set out and crossed the Jordan. By daybreak, not one of them was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey and went off home to his own city. He set his house in order and hanged himself. He died and was buried in the tomb of his father. Oh man, hmm. I wasn't expecting that. Thus says our God, I will comfort you, <sighs> and you shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God. You shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the field. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you and you shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Is it going to be happy? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, we're getting Peter sorted in at the moment. Peter's working out. Because I really wasn't expecting that end in there. No, Peter's doing well. So Peter is of the camp of the early Christians who believed that you had to be fully Jewish before you become a Christian and you have to follow all the rules. And he is um, struggling through to find that Christianity brings full freedom um, so he's had the vision of the blanket, and this is after that. Super. Now, while Peter was greatly puzzled about what to make of the vision that he had seen, suddenly the men sent by Cornelius appeared. They were asking for Simon's house and were standing by the gate. They called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Look, three men are searching for you. Now get up. 
Go down and go with them without hesitation, for I have sent them. So Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for your coming? They answered, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and hear what you have to say. So Peter invited them in and gave them lodging. The next day he got up and went with them, and some of the believers from Joppa accompanied him. The following day they came to Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. On Peter's arrival, Cornelius met him and, falling at his feet, worshipped him. But Peter made him get up, saying, Stand up, I am only a mortal. And as he talked with him, he went in and found that many had assembled. And he said to them, You yourselves know that it is unlawful for a Jew to associate with or to visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone profane or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. Now may I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius replied, Four days ago at this very hour, at three o'clock, I was praying in my house when suddenly a man in dazzling clothes stood before me. He said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying in the home of Simon, a tanner by the sea. Therefore, I sent for you immediately and you have been kind enough to come. So now all of us are here in the presence of God to listen to all that the Lord has commanded you to say. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath which God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So let us pray. How good a thing it is, O Lord, to begin our day with worship and prayer. Help us to be true pilgrim people, not just journeying, not aimlessly wandering without any direction, but pilgrim people journeying with you, towards you, with you behind us, beneath us, around us, journeying ever closer to you, being like you, being with you. Give us always that longing to know you better, to spend more time with you, to have more of the wisdom of God, the peace and kindness, the grace of God. We pray for your kingdom to come in our world. We pray for a world in which there is more mercy and more truth. Even though we find that sometimes one works against the other. We pray for a world in which there is more righteousness and more peace. Even though at times these can work against each other. We pray to leave go of false truth and false peace and false certainties. Not always to take the easy path, but to recognize real truth, real righteousness, to recognize the values of God, to quietly and patiently and stubbornly stand firm Stand for the values of God. Stand up for those causes and people who are on the fringe. Praying for those who struggle to enjoy peace, struggle to find justice, struggle to have the opportunity to express their God-given gifts, struggle to ever think beyond poverty into prosperity. We pray this in recognition of great inequalities in our world. Praying for justice and hope and prosperity across the world and a true recognition of the value of each other's gifts. 
we pray that we catch a glimpse, just a glimpse of the value each person is in your eyes and a glimpse of the value that we are in the eyes of God, made in the image of God. As we think also of a love that drove our Lord to sacrifice on Good Friday, mindful even of us. May we strive to live lives which are more holy, giving thanks that our God does not abandon us, does not leave us when we fall short. May we forgive others as God forgives us. May we seek the transformation in others and ourselves as God empowers the world and us to be transformed ever into his image. We pray that our church is transformed into a God-giving, kingdom-bringing church where it never gives any obstacle to those seeking God, but always offers a gateway. Families in Christ bound together in your love, attractive because of the way they represent God. Challenging when there are cases in which God is abandoned. We pray that we support each other. We pray that we support those who are ill in body, mind or spirit as we pray for our doctors and nurses and carers and hospitals. And as we give thanks for the gifts of this life, we give thanks that this life is not just for today and tomorrow, but we give thanks for a life into eternity. We give thanks for the lives of those who have gone before us, those who inspired us, those who loved us, those whose presence we miss as we pray for those who grieve at this time. And we pray that we, today, this weekend, this forthcoming week, make the most of the gifts of this life given to us, as we seek to show the great love and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread, and, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.